Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. You, <laughs> a major. What's up, going so? What's up, going so? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Manchester Podcast. We are live. Oh, yeah, we are back. It is Wednesday. So I was about to say December. I literally was about to say December. The year's going by fast, December. isn't it? Surprisingly. Fuck. Oh, my God. Dude, that was like slow and fast at the same time. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like it's on, like it's a turtle on speed almost. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's not moving very fast, but like in, in my mind, it's moving fast as shit. It is September sixteenth, man. September sixteenth. I, you know, you forget the soundboard again. The ba 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 bam. Speaking like, of, you know what? You're right. The fact that we never talk about that pre-show upsets me because I never, because I never have it ready. All right. Are you, can you hear me now? Are y'all listening? Do y'all hear me? Do y'all hear me? I got a, I got an hour and three minutes of a rant coming at you. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt Who it. God, could you imagine? All right, man, we back. Listen, uh, I, at some point I do want to talk about the Joe Bunn thing. I know we didn't talk about like th- that whole versus because I was so, I was very surprised at how much I agreed with him. Yeah, um, because of what we said in like previous shows, but then it kind of leads into like what I told you what we're gonna talk about on this one for the mo- like for twenty five percent of it is like the vulnerability and the creativity, right? Like, and it kind of bleeds in. You can go in and out with the Joe Budden thing. Like when you start creating your own content, there's it's the highest level of being of like letting out your personality, right? Like letting everybody into your personal because like. You're putting yourself out there to be criticized. Yeah, right? you're and putting out your opinions, difference. your emotions, yeah. all out there. Yeah. Everything, because it's like, like with these shirts, for example, right? Like that you and I are wearing. Mm-hmm. This is a this is this is a one off. You know what I mean? And and you got the 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 official one. Like just even doing this is like I'm doing it. And I'm like, man, it's like, is this something I want to do? Like, are people gonna like it? You know what I mean? Like, is that thing like, do I have to like see how other people do it, or do I just make my own creation? And the same thing with you, like with like the website, and you know what I mean, doing all this shit on OBS. Like, there's that part where like, are people gonna like it or watch it? You know. So, yeah. and, but there has to be that level of like, there has to be a big party that goes. You know what? I don't give a fuck. And I was talking to my wife, and she goes, "Listen, who cares? There's people who don't like Adele. You know what I mean? There's people who don't like Beyonce. There's people who don't like Jay Z. There's people who don't like you know what I mean. Name I name don't like great in anything. I don't know I, I'm saying, but that's that's what. I'm, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm who watches it for the voice. You know what I mean? Like thick thigh saves lives, boy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that might that that is questionably might be the next shirt if it's not already like a trademark. But uh, but yeah, man. Like I was, and she when she said that I was like, yo, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. Because I have like I have I have friends who create and they're like afraid to like put their name behind stuff or or just put themselves out there. I was like, yo, like fuck them, like. You're the one with the courage. Like that that's hard to, to put yourself out there. It is. It's it's fear, right? Because it's not just creating, it's anyone trying to start their own business. And really when you when you look at it, this is kind of this is kind of what we're doing, right? We're creating, we're having conversations about current events, about sports, yep. about creativity, about being vulnerable. Yep. But we're also making shirts and putting content out there that's you know, that, that people can access for free or behind a paywall. And, and fear holds people back from, I don't know, from, from achieving their full potential, right? From just starting the podcast or starting the, you know, creating a portfolio of their drawings. And I think I've mentioned to mention this to you before, Uh, I have a niece and I think I've shown you her work. She does uh, some of her drawings. Some of her work is like in the form of like Japanese uh, manga right amazing amazing work she's got like 12 13 maybe fourteen thousand followers on instagram super talented mm-hmm. uh but she for for a long time she was kind of afraid to to get 
the work out there. And, and a lot of that has to do, I think, uh, with the way we grow up. Maybe our parents never encouraged us. Maybe some, maybe a friend meaning well telling you, hey, that's a crazy idea. Maybe you shouldn't try it. And they're not yep. trying to hold you down. Some people are, but some people are meaning well. And they're just, they, they, they're, I think their fear, they project it onto you. They're like, no, nah, yes. maybe you shouldn't try that. You have a job. How about you to stick to your job and, and don't do that because mm. whatever. And that's, that puts doubt into your mind. And if you're a creative, you're already having doubt anyway because of what you said. Are people going to like yep. uh, the idea of the podcast? Are people going to like my drawings? Are they going to like my writing? Uh, you just got to yep. do it, man. And and I try yep. to encourage my kids to just, you know, again, as immigrants, we we came from, yep. from you know, whatever, nothing. call it hard knocks, came from nothing. Our parents yep. came yep. from, had a, our parents really are the ones that had the, the struggle. I think we've had it pretty yes. easy. And I agree in yeah. comparison. Yeah, and, and my job was to set up a better life for my kids now. And so we're able to say, hey, if you want to try this, go for it. We have, we, we're fortunate that we have the means to, to say, hey, go go try that. You want to go to acting class? Right. You want to learn how to play the piano? You want to take singing lessons? Whatever it is you want to do. You want to take programming classes, learn how to do, learn how to work on video games, whatever. Go for it. And a lot of yeah. us, um, not just immigrants, but I'm speaking from, our, from my experience. A lot of yeah, us well, are that's told, all we can do. Yeah. yeah, be practical, be pragmatic, yeah. go to school, study, get a job. And then that's yeah. how you're going to set up, you know, set something up for your for yourself and for your family. And that's what I did. Yeah. That's what I've been doing for a long time. But as you get older and you kind of start to to see that there are other things out there, especially in the world we're living at now where you don't have to have a college degree. You can you mm -hmm. can be creative and make a living like it's. You know, that's why I, I took mean, when you, you asked me to join you, I said, yeah, I'm going to take the leap. Let's do this podcast thing and just keep pushing it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Like I think and it and it and it's the old school way of thinking, even for us. Right. Because mm -hmm. you think about it, when we grew up, we had before cable, we had what, four to six channels. Right. So we thought we if you like watched a lot of TV, you thought that was the only way to make it. Right. right? Like if you wanted to be somebody like now you have podcasts, you have social media, you have all these different avenues. And for people who who did, because I will say it's like an immigrant mentality in that sense, right? Where, like, yeah, you're you're told to hustle and to and all these things, but hustle within this this conformity, right? right. Like this, like you're gonna have to bust your ass for these books. You're gonna have to bust your ass for the, for this job. Like it's never like, hey man, bust your ass for something you really care about. What like I don't remember ever anybody ever asking me like, what do you want to do? Like it's almost it's always like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. But that just means a job to me. Right. Right. Like it was like I, 10 years ago, I would have never said podcast. You know what I mean? I, I think I've been doing this now for like four, three, four years now, like off with the old one. And then this one, mm -hmm. like even that, like it, it takes a lot. Like and, and again, it's scary. Like when I first started this shit, it was just me ranting into a microphone. You know what I mean? The first uh, like 68, even 68, when I joined you, it was still you ranting at me. Yeah, it was still me. Yeah, it was still me. Yeah, exactly. First of all, don't say it like that. That sounded weird, right? It like, did. Don't. I mean, I, it's you, not. It's I mean, not like I'm, look, look. Look, neither one of us is Andrew Gillum. Okay. No. Nah, did you dude, hear? That was, did you hear that know, news? By all, the way, a hundred percent. Yeah, real quick. Real. All buys matter. First, all buys shout matter. out to Flagrant Two. All yeah. buys matter. I'm hey, gonna, and, and they're right. The by Here's the way, thing. But keep talking. Nobody cares. My bad. Like no, literally nobody cares. If you never said anything, nobody would give a shit. Yeah. You coming out makes it bigger news. Go, dude, live your best life. I don't give a fuck. But also, if you're if you're bi, you're gay. Yes. You can't say yeah. like if you're bi, you're gay. That's just, yeah. you can't say I'm not gay. Here's, I'm bi. Come on. Here, At the here's, very here's least, fifty fifty. I hundred. I mean, literally. Uh, here's where it gets. Here's where I'd give him like the not a pass, but. Again, yeah, you're gay, dude. Like, oh, I'm not. I wouldn't identify myself. Okay, cool. Do whatever you want to do, bro. Again, doesn't don't have the press conference though. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess because he got caught with like a male prostitute. Dude, that happened a while ago. That, the and he was like butt naked with like cocaine everywhere. In the dude, in the dude, bathroom on South Beach with like. Yeah, with he's the, <laughs> he's living the hangover in real life. He, bro. he is. You when I mean? heard that, I you know I mean? thought like, it was it had to be made up. I was like, this is around the campaign time. He's going up for. Uh, like a, a he was mayor of Tallahassee, right? I was like, I think he was yep. trying going for a gubernatorial seat. I think he's trying to be set up. This is a crazy story, but no, it was true. Yeah, it was all true. Yeah, hundred percent. 
all by his manager. What the? That's so crazy. Yeah. Like, dude, it's there's so much going on that that wasn't even in like the rundown of the things we were gonna talk about. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's so many stories. Dude, but I, I wanted to know, get like, it in there because last... I knew you were gonna say something, and I wanted to mention Andrew, Andrew Gillum. Yeah, I dude, it's so crazy. I didn't even know Donald Trump had like a town hall last night until I saw like clips today on YouTube. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, he talked to people. That was I had no idea. I was like, all right, wow. I'm not gonna cover that kid. I don't. That'll happen later when we get closer to election. We'll go on our little political shit, but not now. But yeah, like I look forward to that. It's, it's those debates that those yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. And I'm I'm. Do you see like you want, they want to do one on Rogan for like four hours? I I heard the, someone like, threw that out. I didn't know that was an actual thing that that, that uh, was, like, Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy. Uh, I think Special Forces. Mm-hmm. Right. He go, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Former MMA fighter. Yep. Uh all-around fucking american hero let's just call it what it is the guy's a fucking badass I'm like no there's no shit talking now. i don't give i don't give a fuck about his political stances a badass is a badass that's mm-hmm. just what it is like he still goes and like deploys and shit, shit. This guy's a psychopath um he said that uh he talked to i think the story goes that like he had talked to trump and then he said that like, you should they should just have the debate on the joe rogan podcast like a four-hour podcast straight I was like, that would be absolutely bonkers. But that becomes a conversation, Trump, right? It's not really a debate then. Yeah. Yeah. And then Trump and then Trump said, like, retweeted it and go sign me up or whatever. So that'd be I'd be fucking dope. But yeah, it'd be a conversation. It wouldn't work. And, and then honestly, let's let's be real about it. If it's a conversation, Trump would roast them because Trump would just Trump has the personality and, this, and a sense of humor. That he doesn't give a fuck. Trump is a perfect troll and would demolish Biden in a four-hour conversation. That's the thing. In a conversation, I it would definitely favor. I mean, look, even the debate format would favor Trump. But in a conversation yes. where it's definitely not scripted, Trump already goes off script anyway from the jump when he starts yeah, his he press just conferences. Shit he just makes. He starts reading yeah. for the teleprompter and then he up. yeah, and then immediately he goes, "Nah, fuck that yeah. shit. I got some better lines." Yeah, like no, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, shit. for the entertainment value, I would with- love it. Those ratings, oh, 100%. Spotify would be like, yeah, we made the right choice in signing this dude. Hundred, yeah, exactly. But yeah, dude, like the the creator. Back back to what we were talking about before, because mm-hmm. we could easily get sidetracked and talk Trump and, and politics. No, 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 I don't. It's, it's, do that it's such a it's such a it's yeah no, I mean it's such a an easy shot sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's of course they're gonna talk this. But yeah, man, like I was talking, and like not even talking with people. Like when I started doing it, people were like, yo, man, like you sure you want to do this? Like, yo, you're going you're gonna to go on Patreon? You want to go behind a paywall? I was like, yeah, man. Like, I believe in my, like, I believe in the content that we do. I believe in the content that we create. Mm-hmm. I mean, we work hard at this shit. So, and not to say that, like, other people who create or anything don't work hard at their craft or, but you have to, you got to have a, a willingness to not give a fuck. Right. That That is very difficult, right? And it's not, it's not male or female. It's like anybody. There's, like, there's, there's people that you and I have talked to since we uh, opened up the store. Like, yo, man, why don't you think about, like, everybody has, like, their throws in their two cents. Like, yo, what do you, what do you think about this? Have you thought about this? Have you tried this? I was like, there's that part of me that was like, oh, man, okay, that's a good idea because I do ask people for, ask people for their opinion. Mm-hmm. But there's that part when it comes out of nowhere, I'm like, yo, man, I don't see you at your store, bro. I'm like, what are we talking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are we talking well, about? Hey, right? look, like, I mean. Like, but well, well, because there is that defensiveness, right? Because yeah. this is, like, this is my baby, right? Like, this is this sure. is what I care for. This is what I love to do. So it's like that protectiveness, like you would protect your child in a way. Like putting yourself out there is scary. So there, that is part of a reaction. It's not what I tell them, but it's what, you know what I mean? Like it's what I'm thinking now as I'm talking to you about it. Like just being honest in, in the stream of consciousness that, that we're having here. No, I, I agree. And it's like I mentioned earlier, you're going to get a lot of friends, family that are meaning well, that are telling you, hey, what, you know, what, what are you gaining from this? Why are you putting your time into this, this hobby? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, yep. what, what is it going to net you? But even if we weren't doing this for, you know, trying to, to, to make a living out of this, trying to make some money or trying yep. to make it a, a viable business, right? Right. So what's wrong with it being a hobby? Like, as opposed yep. to doing what? Going out and drinking? Exactly. Doing exactly. Not doing anything creative? This is a creative outlet for yes. us. And so I've always yep. been the type where, like, before I started doing this, I was focusing on on the website, I, I kind of, I started, I started writing. And at that time you approached yeah. me with, you know, to join you. And I put that off to the side and I actually do want to start writing again. Uh, but yep. that's, that's one of those things. And I've been putting, when I was writing before, I was putting my writing out there and, and it was a, a scary thing. Cause I'm like, you know what, what are people going to think? 
they're they're yep. my thoughts and and there were about parenthood about like uh just growing up the the way we grew up there were about mm-hmm. uh business opportunities that i had pursued just different things so it was it was uh right and you know you just again i've gotten those people that say hey what what are you what are you gaining from this so even if we don't yeah. even if we don't make it and, and a lot of times people will look at since we're talking about podcasting, the Rogan podcast, yeah. right? Since that's what we're familiar yeah. with. For him, it's different. He was a celebrity already. He had a built, uh, built up audience. Yeah. But all these people that start making a living from their writing, from their photography, from their podcast, it's not an overnight thing. Like you see no. it, and to everyone, it looks like an overnight thing. And that's the that's the um, the thing with social media too. That kind of it's dangerous, especially for kids that grew up in the yes. social media environment. That that's all they know. They grew up with social media. All they see is you must have seen the social dilemma, huh? No, but I'm going you must to have watch the social. No, no, but I'm going to because that's one of the things the, that they talk about. The trailer about. gave me ang- real shit. Though the trailer, the just the trailer alone gave me anxiety. Like on some real shit. Like I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this this is like if any like if it was 2019, I would have already watched it. Right. I feel like 2020 is already too heavy to then be thrown in my face how they. How obviously social media is dictated by an algorithm to control your entire existence. Yeah. Right? Like they that's prey what, that's on what, addiction. That's, what it, that's addiction yeah, they, and, and your want for attention the, and all of that. This is a uh Pablo Escobar don't got shit on this, bro. Nothing. No, so I'll, I'll watch Nothing. it, but I, I've known about that, that about social media. That's why I use it. That's why that's why you use it for like business ventures, because you can advertise to people. Yes. It's so easy to target them. These platforms. 100%. Most people use these platforms for the social aspect to to follow their friends or to hate watch their friends or people that are doing yes. better than them just to you know whatever or mm-hmm. hate like pictures, but then the other part of it is is the advertising because Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube they all have they're all advertising platforms, and yeah. when you really see the 100%. data behind those platforms, like you hear data, you hear data and this and they're collecting our information, but when you actually use them and I've used them for advertising. You can pinpoint to the fucking like fucking foot and age yes. and how many strands of hair someone has. And I'm exaggerating, but it's crazy. You, you can target whoever you want to target when you know if you have a product, if you have a podcast, if you have a book, whatever it is. And it's kind of scary, but you know, it's there to be taken advantage of. But yeah, so speaking of data and sorry, speaking of data yeah. and, and watching, uh Rogan had Snowden on the podcast again. I saw. Uh, I gotta watch yesterday. it. I have that notification just hanging yeah. up there. Oh, yeah, that's on my mic. list. Yeah, I always smack the shit out of my fucking thing. But uh, but yeah, man, like it's it is scary, right? With like for people, for like my friends that are creative, because I have I have creative friends in different ways. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I that shit like inspires me, bro. Like, like seeing what like my friend makes with his shoes or what his wife makes with Disney with Disney ears. I'm not going to say names because you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit. Like I watched this. I was like, yo, that's amazing. Like, well, fuck that. What my wife does with like her, with how she uses Canva right. that I had no idea about. Like she uses Canva in her videos. I was like, yo, there's videos on Canva. Like there's like ha- illustrations where you could use Javi. Javi and- made an intro to his videos because I have to talk. We're talking about social media. And I, yeah. I have to tell them, hey, these kids that you watch that blow, they they didn't just blow up. Like they've been making videos for years. It's like you're 12, dude. Mm-hmm. Relax. Like if you if you stay yep. consistent, and you can do everything right, and guess what? Things might still not go your way. That's part of life. Exactly. But stay yes. consistent. Try new things. Take chances. And um, so I I support him in that way. But yeah, he made a video intro in Canva because I just found that out three days ago. He no said, idea. hey, check out this intro. I had no idea. And I was like, how the hell did you animate that shit? And he goes, oh, it's just, it's there. I can do this and it's a video. So, yeah. something interesting. Like, yeah, my, my, so my wife yesterday did like, uh, come sit for a spell. You know, my wife reads tarot cards. She's yeah. a psychic and all that stuff. And it's, like, she did like the thing and it was like voiceover, right? And mm-hmm. like all these graphics are coming up. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, how the fuck did you do that? She goes, Canva. Everything's right there. Yeah. Like I had no idea. Like I didn't know like you could blur out the letters on 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 text. You know what I mean? And like make them look a different way. Yeah. Like there's Canva itself. Like there's so many ways and so many avenues for you to create. That like I think that's the one. I guess like the one positive thing about like 
about this shit of having to stay home. You have to you have to find different hobbies. Mm-hmm. You have to find things to create, or else you're gonna go crazy. Right. Right. Like look at us. Like we've like we refocused on the podcast. We've started to build it because I think you and I are on the same page with the fact that like we put out good content. We talk. We yeah. We talk our shit, but like we think it's entertaining and we want people to listen. Right. But like Absolutely. when that moment, like we want to le- we want to have like the gas tank full. So once that one right person, those two or three, four, five, six thousand right people find us, we have all this content and we have like we have all this to offer. So it's not just like two assholes on the Internet talking shit. Like, no, man, they take this shit seriously. Look, this is what they created. They're also behind Patreon because they don't. Neither of us want to be tied to corporate management to where wherever you if you ever say something wrong or if I ever say something wrong on the show, we have to be canceled. Right. Like we don't we don't have that. We. We decided that we talked about it. We're like, yo, man, and you, I think you brought up Patreon. And I was like, yo, or we watched the same Patreon episode from uh, from Flagrant Two. Was yeah. like, yo, man, this, I think so, this is the way to go for us. You know what I mean? So, it's creativity and finding. It's it is scary, right? Because if you, because it's most like not most of the time, but like Rogan is the the mo the, like the the great white the, the the fucking whale out in the ocean that you're never gonna catch, right? Yeah, like, that's a totally different animal, and. You, if you find yourself comparing yourself to Rogan, you're going to be highly unhappy, right? Like, you're not going to make it there. That's a totally different beast. That's 1,700 episodes. I think he was the second podcaster ever, ever, besides the guy, Adam Curry, that he had on he the had show on the a couple show. weeks ago. Yep. Right? So he was the first one ever. So he's the innovator of it all. And most of us are just following in his footsteps, but we're also trying to carve our own path and trying to figure it out. Creativity is a monster, bro. It is. And, and, you, and so that's one of the things that I tell Javi because, again, going back to social media, it can be toxic. All you see are the people that have videos that went viral that have 5 million views and, you know, 8 mm-hmm. million fans. And you got to remind them. It takes work. It doesn't happen overnight. When that first yeah. video goes viral, if it does, it'll seem like it happens overnight because the attention comes to you and, and you know, and it'll seem that way. But what you don't see is... You know, staying up to 11 o'clock at night or spending an entire yeah. weekend putting up the website and getting the content right mm-hmm. and working on shirts and talking about, you know, yeah. how are we going to how are we going to um, format the podcast? How long are we going to make it? Do we need to pare down? Are we, are we staying too long? Are the episodes lasting too long? And yeah. when you look at it from that way, it's not just now you're not just being creative. Now you're you're, you're talking about a business. And, and that's one of the problems yes. that, you know. To, to talk about, uh, to bring uh, what Joe Budden was talking about. Uh, a lot of, and he didn't mention this, but a lot of creatives are great at being creative, but they don't really know the business aspect of it. Yes. Right. And, and so he's at a, obviously at a different level, but all the criticism that he was getting from Schultz and from Akash and from uh, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. And he made, he made a great point, which is, hey, you guys are on different levels. Like, great that Charlemagne is putting out this this uh setting up a, a new uh, of, podcast network black to bring yeah, up black, black voices network yeah to bring up black yeah. voices and black culture that's great but you are mm-hmm. an employee of iheart yes. and you can be replaced yeah. where i am an entrepreneur like i am sitting on in, in meetings with the people that you're talking to before you get into the yeah. room we are on two yeah. different levels and yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not going to go over the entire like back and forth, but it's too, it's too long, but it's too long. But I completely agree with Bud. And like the more I saw that, I, I thought I was going to watch one of the first 15 minutes. And then I ended up watching the entire hour and a half or hour and hour and three minutes yeah. of that entire clip, yeah. an hour and three minute mm-hmm. clip because he did a three hour podcast, three but, hours uh, and 27 minute podcast. Yeah. yeah. But he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Like you like, want to own your, your content and then to have people. Mm-hmm shout you down for that saying oh you're crazy for asking for this much money but but why why not ask for what you think yeah. you're worth and he has 900 plus thousand followers he doesn't need to yeah. sign with spotify he's already a millionaire yeah and that, and I, that was like it's weird right because i think last podcast with the one from last week we talked about it we're like yo he asked for 250 we we're so crazy yeah and then like when you hear the other side of the conversation, right? It's like what, what Max Kellerman said, and we'll get into the whole Kawhi thing in a minute. <laughs> but when you're given new information, you're allowed to change your mind. Like right. when I heard Joe Buttons, you know what I mean, rant about it. I was like, yeah, man, like you're supposed to ask for a lot. I was like, what kind of like that's the point of a negotiation, right? right. Like, in that sense, I was like, I I get that. Like 
you're not gonna come in and low ball yourself. I was like, I'm gonna go high. You gonna go low. Then we gonna then that's where the negotiation begins. All right, if we're gonna if we're not gonna go, let's say the two fifty. All right, what about what about this with with this kind of conversation and these benefits? You know what I mean? You go what back and forth. What about revenue sharing or ad sharing? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like when when he had like when he really like hooked me with the conversation when he's like, all right, you bringing up a uh, black effect network, right? He goes, so what you so what you're, you're gonna tie a Breakfast Club to it? So every state that it streams, and are you gonna pay? Are you getting paid for that? Because you're repurposing every, audio. Everywhere it's syndicated, right? Yeah, right. Like, are you doing that? like I didn't? You know, he's like, you know what I didn't hear? I didn't hear that. Are these people on salary or are they benchmark employees where they have to meet a certain amount of listeners and a certain amount of things? Where it was like where he broke it down like that, I was like, son, like he's 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 talking chess, right? Like right. with with that shit, like because and and I was talking about this shit with my wife. Like, look, some people are plug and play, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. That's and he, and he said it was like, look, that's totally fine. Yeah. When he brings up like we DJ academics, jobs. gotta put and, food on the table. Yeah, exactly. Like that's totally fine. He was like, bring DJ academics. He's like, yo, man. And when he worked at Complex, like, yo, man, they're just recording. We could do this. He goes, nah, man, I'm good. It's and it's again, it's totally yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But that's what he's saying is like we're in different stages. Like we're in different levels. Like I'm out here by my motherfucking self trying to sell me. You, you're out there being sold. You're out there being sold yeah. with a corporation behind you. Yeah. And that's you know that I mean? goes back like, to, to that mentality, man. He said it, right? When he asked his mom for money, you first, he, you know, you don't get what you don't ask for. So he would ask for whatever. And then she wouldn't give it yeah. to him, but she would say, hey, but this is how you can do it. You can go mow these lawns. You can go shovel this snow during the winter. You can go do this. So mm-hmm. not everyone has that mentality, that that confidence to say, you know what? I can go do this on my own. And so that's also, he's a different beast because, yep. uh, you know, I, I he blew up, what, in early 2000 with uh, Pump It Up. And then you didn't really hear too, too much from, up, yep. from Joe Budden. But I've been, I've been listening to him. But he's still putting, he, he's been putting out music, uh, just not mainstream. But yep. he, after he left, like, you know. Yep. He had that, he had that, he had that group, he had that group Slaughterhouse. Yeah. That there was like him, Joel Ortiz, Crooked Eye, and Royce the Five Nine. And then he had that whole beef with Eminem. So he's always like Joe's a different kind of cat, right? Like yeah. that's that's who Joe is. And so people follow that. And that's and yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, but I mean, like I said, it it takes a different kind of mentality and confidence to say, I don't need this this logo, this corporation behind me to to succeed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, other other people, you know, Charlemagne again, he he he's doing well. He was he's been on the Breakfast Club for what, 10, 11 years. Yeah, but then I mean, don't forget, he's not New York even, Times bestseller. Yeah, but he's not even you know the mean? main like, cat. He, he's not even the main cat in the yeah. Breakfast Club. Like you got, you got uh, Envy, and you have I can't remember her name for the life of me. Uh, Angela Yee. Angela, Angela Yee. Yee. Like he is the third yeah. wheel on that show. Yeah. Um, he's but still he's 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 a he's a character. He's a he's personality. Made himself, I think he's made himself the biggest person on the show, but he didn't. He, I don't think he came in there the biggest person. Like. Charlemagne has has like he got and that that was another thing that I found interesting that that he said that uh, Joe Bunn said it was like yo man like why didn't you put uh brilliant idiots in the Black Effect Network yeah it was like what you know what I mean like he goes that's smart for the and, and then the two co-hosts Rory and Mal go no that's smart that he didn't do right. that because he knows what he's doing right yeah. like that's separate I think that's influence like, that's from Schultz I think that's influence from Schultz 100% someone's like yeah. someone's telling him hey no no I want to keep my money I don't want to depend on these people saying oh we can't pay you because you said something we don't agree with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in that sense that's, I think, the, that's the downside yeah yeah but yeah like, like it's not I'm not choosing I decided because look man these are people that are talking money that we hope to one day discuss right right so and this but it was just like the the two different contexts of it was interesting right because i part of me agrees with both right like i understood where schultz and Charlemagne were coming from and i understood where joe was coming from but i think i agree a little bit more with joe just because of our like the, the position and situation we're in like we're creating you know what i mean like there's no there's no barstool sports behind us right. there's no you know what i mean there's there's no logo that bought us out and told us that look you got to put this kind of content out like this is all on us like you create the websites, I'm creating the shirts. We do the, you know what I mean. Like if it wasn't for your internet, this I don't even think this thing would happen. You know what I mean? Like as good a, as it's happening, a, by the way, which is crazy that yeah. we're able to Shout have this to quality Zoom. video 
with your crappy 1875 internet. Shout out to Zoom and shout out to Enable HD because mm-hmm. I don't know how well that's going to look in a minute. But looks good. Yeah, man. man like speak. Yeah, speaking of social media, right? But yeah, man. Like, but let me close out the the creativity thing. Like, look, if you listen to this podcast, if you watch us on YouTube, if you're gonna watch us later on Facebook, like, don't be afraid to to put yourself out there, man. Like, it's uncomfortable, it's scary, but people look, people are gonna hate anyway. Like I said, people hate Adele, people hate John Legend, people hate Sam Smith, people hate Leonardo DiCaprio. People haters gonna hate, man. People hate Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm one. Of, I hate Crocs, okay. And I tried day, them on the other day. day. They're incredibly comfortable. I would They're incredibly comfortable. I I would never buy them, but I tried them on. I was like, okay, I can see the hype, but I felt like I was wearing a minivan on my feet. I'd rather I have fucking bone spurs. I was, fuck, fuck Crocs. I'm, They're like, comfortable, I would, but I'd rather have bone spurs and walk on 100% hot coals. Comfortable. Yeah, I would. I would walk on hot coals and swim in hot coals before I work. Before I actually buy Crocs. But I do. But, yeah, to, look, to go along with what you said, though, um, if you're if you're a parent out there, if you're a husband, wife, brother, sister, and you have someone in the family or friend that's a creative, like, don't discourage them. Don't. If you have that thought that you're meaning well because you want to tell them, hey, maybe you should go to school instead of going this route, instead of pursuing your art, instead of pursuing your singing. Don't. You need to encourage those people. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they'll, they'll have to find a job. If it doesn't work out, maybe they find a job and they do that thing on the side. And instead of that creative yeah. outlet being their 9 to 5, it becomes their uh, their 5 to 9. The thing they do after work yeah. to relieve stress, mm. to help them with their mental uh, well-being. But do not discourage them and say, hey, be realistic. Just go to school and get a job or go learn a trade. Like that, that's Don't do that. Like we are in a world where there are, it is so easy to get your content out there, to, to be creative with little yep. to no cost, that the last thing you should be doing is discouraging people from being creative and pursuing those those uh, those passions that they have. I think you said you said two words in there that I didn't realize how like uh, dream crushing they are. Be realistic. Yeah. Right. Like you know, like when you said that, I even go. I went. I almost like I had an Oprah aha moment. You know what I mean? Like when you hear that shit, it was like, fuck, man. Like that. Like you hear, like be realistic. So what you're saying is, my dream isn't real. My dream can't be real. Right. What I'm wanting to create isn't real. Isn't real life. I have to again conform to the rules that are set forth by X, Y, and Z. That I don't. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, but I, I want to sing. Like I want to go on American Idol. I wanna. I want to do this. I want to make shirts. I want to make shorts. I want to make shoes. I want to make X. Whatever the fuck. I want to create this. I want to own my own business. I want to be my own boss. I mean, don't do it. It's scary out there. Be realistic. Don't I, that those two words from now on yeah. are erased from this podcast because I didn't realize how like real it's shit. Toxic, like, right? I didn't really. It's toxic as fuck, bro. Like it's so toxic, man. Like I didn't realize like when you said that shit, I was like, fuck that word. Fuck those two words. Be realistic. Nah, man. Go after your dreams, bro. Speaking of dreams, there's also nightmares, right? And that's what happened. You like the segue? <laughs> and that's what happened last night to the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I know you had, like you said, you haven't been watching sports. I have been watching so one I sport. Just... The, no, no the, don't you fucking say le, that. The tour, no. the grand tour, the tour, <sighs> the France. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, you can, can keep talking just... about the Clippers. God. The fact that you. Shout out to we're gonna talk about that uh that website for uh for Lance Armstrong that was pretty dope, but uh yeah look man I and I thought about this and I went on a little bit of a tweet storm not a not a Skip Bayless tweet storm with like racism and and ignorance and and uh, disrespecting mental health, but uh it was more so like the realization of who Kawhi Leonard actually is and what we hyped him up to be right Kawhi Leonard is a great player. I'm not taking any. I'm not taking that away from him, but he's the most unenthusiastic, boring player on the planet for me to watch. Right? Like he's he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He'll be he'll go down as the maybe the next. And you know, if they ever do like a next top fifty, he might be in that conversation. Maybe, but if you got to put him up against small forwards, I don't know if you. I wouldn't have him above LeBron. I guess if you want to put Kobe as as the three, if but he played the two. You know what I mean? Depend, depending, whatever. 
what who he actually is. Hey, when he won his what, first why, finals, why are you MVP. being a hater? By the way, right now you're hating on a Kawhi's no, creativity. No, I am. I was about to say. I was about to say the br phrase. <laughs> I'm just being honest about who he. Uh, as a fan, right? Mm-hmm. He's boring to watch, right? Last last year he lugged into uh, the championship as much as you can with Kevin Durant, the actual best player in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Slim Reaper is that. Besides LeBron, LeBron's I mean, a goat. Don't, don't LeBron, forget what his listen, name listen, Le- uh, was injured. He fucked up his knee. Yeah, uh, Clay Clay Thompson. Injuries decimated them. They yeah. were gonna win that. They were gonna win that championship. That was like it wouldn't have be. It wouldn't have been competitive. It would have been. A, it would have been a a, a three peat. Mm-hmm. And then KD still. I think KD still leaves. I don't think that changes anything. Yeah. So it would it un like unquestionably everybody can con- consensus says there's no way the Raptors beat the the Warriors. They right. don't healthy. No you, way. You, you, you go back to that 2014, 2013 uh, title when they beat the Heat, right? Where he was like the fourth or fifth option on that team because it was Manu, uh, Parker, Parker Duncan, uh, Tim Duncan, the greatest power forward of yeah. all time. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, he you was a young, them. young. Like he was twenty one at the time. I think twenty. Yeah, like, super he was young. A super young guy. Yeah. Very talented. I think. Might have averaged like 15 points, whatever the fuck. Wasn't a very like impressive stat, but he locked down LeBron for as much as as much as they locked him down, right? Yeah. But again, you gotta put the put that championship into context. LeBron was out the door. LeBron was going to Cleveland. Like, so he didn't like there's that there's that coldness in the business of LeBron where he like he doesn't really care. That was twenty fourteen that I remember because I was in San Antonio when the Heat yeah. lost game five. Yeah, so he's going he was on he was on his way to Cleveland, so that was a wrap. So then you go and and some I forgot who said it. It was the first time that he'd ever been the hunted, right? He was always like the guy who had something to prove. Mm-hmm. And now it showed you game seven, the game of all games. I think he had 12 points on six of 22 shooting, no free throws, terrible game. And they lost by 16, 17 points. Yeah. And I was just cause like the last minute free throws at the end of the game. That was a one Oh three eighty seven, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Now, what bothered me about that, not not the Clippers, because I could give a fuck about the Clippers. Obviously, it's going to be another, I think it's going to be another seven-game series with the Nuggets. But what bothered me is that that series and that terrible performance overshadowed the greatest block. And I'm going to say, in a, I'm going to measure the greatest block in a conference final series ever, right? The greatest block of all time is still uh, LeBron, Game 7, Blocking Andre Godala. like that. Yeah, coming that's back a game seven block. from full court. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that is the greatest block of all time, and he still and the LeBron has. I think I put that one right behind this. I put the LeBron block, Bam Adebayo, because I've never seen a, a dunk block like that for like to to clinch a game. Yo, yeah, that, and then the, the LeBron. Go ahead. And the LeBron Thiago splitter block. Which so one was that? LeBron's in there twice. Uh, when he met up at the rim. But it was like I think the beginning. It was like the middle of the middle of the, of the third or the beginning of the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, of the and he boxed Thiago Splitter went for a dunk and LeBron met him and then like oh, the ball it, just stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that Adebayo block, man. I I didn't watch the game live. I had to watch uh, the highlights from multiple right. networks on on YouTube. And uh, when I looked at it, you see his wrist go all the way back yes. because. That dude, yeah. Like, my wrist doesn't even go that far back. Because that dude, uh, Tatum, like he had Jason, a clear yeah. path. He thought he had a clear path, yeah. Jason Tatum, and mm-hmm. he was he was gonna throw it down. The, I, I for a second there, like obviously I knew the the end result. I knew that it ended in a block. But when I was watching that clip in slow motion, I said, "Holy shit! How did this, his hand not break? How did he not put that yeah. thing up against the rim? Incredible block! Dude came out of nowhere from that weak mm-hmm. side to I didn't to I stuff. Did, I didn't see him. Yeah. I legit. I'm, I watched the game. I I watched the end of the second, the end of the fourth, and all of overtime. Right? Because I saw it. I was like, oh, it was like 95-101 mm-hmm. when I turned the game. I was like, oh shit, they they they, they drew it in closer. Like, mm-hmm. Let me just watch the game. They go into overtime. Shout out to Tyler Hero, cold blooded, cold blooded with the three. Jimmy Butler with cold blooded with the three, sending it to overtime and all that. Mm-hmm. But when when Jason Tatum, I think he broke down. I think I don't know who he got past. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. He got past him. And then I was like, "Oh, this is this is about to be a poster because he yeah. posterized LeBron last year. Mm-hmm. Oh no, two years was no, it was two years ago when he was with the Cavs or some shit. Like he posterized him then. 
And I was like, I was, when I saw him, I, got, I didn't even see Bam Adebayo. Like, all of a sudden, there's just, like, this huge black dude in, in all white because the, the Heat jerseys were white. Yeah. And he comes, I don't know, with the opposite hand, by the way, because he's right-handed. So his his not strong hand, his wrist gets bent all the way back. It's got the weak and I'm, hand. So I'm like, I'm hype. Yeah, whatever. All right. That's what I meant to say, but thank you for the help. That's why you co-host. But, like, I'm, I'm changing all the channels today, and I'm waiting for them to talk about the, the bottom of the bio block. And all day is just how Kawhi choked, how they were the paper champions, how they didn't really want to be at the at, in the bubble. They wanted to stay home. Hence why Lou Williams went to a strip club to get uh, chicken, lemon, lemon pepper chicken wings. That's you know from, like, mean? a like, month and a half ago. Sh- Are you serious? I know. Yeah, I know. They were still talking about that, how they didn't really want to be there, how they just they felt like they had won it anyway. They didn't need to really practice. Here, here was the craziest stat. So their top three players are obviously Kawhi, Paul George, and Pat Beverly, right? Yeah. They only played 11 games together all season because of load management. Jesus. 11, like, that's that's nothing, man. When I, when I heard that today, I never heard that stat because I don't go out of my way for Clipper news. Right? When I heard that stat, I was like, oh, my God. Well, then, of course, they were going to lose. Right. I was like, you don't, you don't just turn it on with a guy who's not a natural born leader, in Kawhi, right? Kawhi is like a solid, you know what I mean, a solid guy, nice guy, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But he's not an assassin, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not, he's not gonna tell, he's not gonna hold you accountable to anything because he doesn't speak. The man does not talk, and I heard him talk yesterday for the first time, mm-hmm. and it's worse than Shaq. He's like, yeah, man, you know, I gotta. Well, we really tried, and we're gonna try to figure it out next season. Like he talks super low, like no he emotion, does. and he just lost it. Yeah, I was like, okay, then what? You can't, and your third best, your third best player can't be your rah rah guy. Because well, and that's what it is. Inconsequential. That Beverly, Beverly is like their emotional leader because, uh, yeah. because Kawhi is not that guy. And now you know you would think, well, maybe he's soft spoken, but he's the one that that speaks up in the locker room, and he's not. It's Patrick no. Beverly. He's, at, yep. you know, and he's nowhere near what Paul, Paul George and uh, Kawhi are as far as talent, but. It, I don't want to call him a glue guy, but like you, you need someone that's got that fire that's gonna get on your ass. Like, hey, and it's and it's not Kawhi. Kawhi will look at you and like just maybe yell at you one time and throw his hands up, and then that's it. That's all you get from him. Let me tell you. So let me tell you what the difference is, right? Like how important your best player needs to be your 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 most important player, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Right. Jimmy Butler doesn't ball doesn't give you forty every night. He gave you forty, I think, game one. Against the the Bucks, but he doesn't do that. I think game two they won they won the same one against the Bucks and he had like ten points. Mm-hmm. But he does everything. But yeah. he's also the guy that holds you accountable. Practice is hard. Yep. Those like your best player has to be your leader. Has to be your it hardest worker. Be, has uh, to be the one that's voicing every. Yeah. Yes. Like he and that's the that's the. Here's the issue that obviously this could turn out to not prove out, but here's the issue that I see with Boston. Marcus Smart is their most vocal leader and all that shit, right? But he's their third best player. Jason Tatum's solid, but I don't see him with that. Uh, you know what I mean? I see him I with see, a very passive. I see Kemba, passive. Who, who's who's not quite Marcus Smart as far as being the outspoken one, but definitely more vocal than Tatum. Right. and But Tatum's easily, let's, let's be 100, Tatum's the best player on the court. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, talent-wise, it's not even, it's, it's Jason Tatum, some other some space and then maybe Jimmy Butler. Right. You know what I mean? And then but there's there's a huge drop off between Jason Tatum and what Jason Tatum's gonna be and then everybody else. Yeah. Again, the difference is like Jay like LeBron doesn't get that dunk blocked. You know what I mean? Like LeBron find LeBron maybe makes the right play. Like there's there's a difference in those moments that need to happen. Mm-hmm. And and you gotta be able to see it a little bit differently. Yeah. Like that's the issues that, that can happen there, which is why that the the Raptors Celtics series went so long because and they yeah they pulled it out in the game seven, but they were up two one. They were shouldn't have been that close. You know what I mean? Yeah. You Your know, best player talk has about to the be. Heat. But uh, go, go ahead. No, your best player has to be your leader. Easily. Yeah, like you could have veteran leadership. You could have veteran leadership like the Heat have still Udonis Haslam and Goran Dragic and all that stuff. Right. But they're not the best players. They're there for like locker room leadership. You know what I mean? On the court, you can't have a guy that literally has no expression ever. Just always the same face. That that because then no but that's gonna be boring to me. I was like, all right. Okay. Well, if he doesn't if he looks like he doesn't care, 
it's it's not just boring, man. Like you do need someone to hold you accountable. You need some of these players say uh, home court doesn't matter, or whatever, because at the end of the day, it's it's one another. Like you guys got to hold each other accountable, and it's not Kawhi. Yep. And if your best player is not the one that's like lighting a fire under your ass, then what are you there for? Like to put up twenty five and and eleven every night and go home. Yeah, and nah. go home and not make it into the. For I think dude it was crazy. Doc, this is Doc Rivers' third one three loss. So he lost once with the Magic when he was head coach of the Magic, and then now twice with the Clippers. Shit, look, that's it's why a, that's why LeBron a, gets so much shit though compared to Jordan, right? Not that LeBron doesn't yep. hold people accountable, but he looks when he when he he looks more like he's complaining and whining to his teammates as opposed to Jordan and yes. Kobe who would just like get in your ass. And LeBron mm-hmm. looks more like he's. Like whining and complaining, not that he's yes. not trying to, to hold you accountable, not you know, but it's a it's a percept. But he's still at least he's still doing it. There's some emotion there. There's some there's some accountability there. Kawhi gives you yes. none of that, and the good times or the none. bad times that do the stone face. Like you need some of that yeah. in sport and anything. Yeah, really. which is which is great. Which is great if you're balling out, but you just lost a one three lead. Yeah. And in every in every game you lost, you were up by more than by double digits, in every game. And so you choked it away in every single game. That's a lack of leadership, one hundred percent. And it's not like Kawhi is going to change now. Kawhi is going to Kawhi. He's going to be Kawhi it. You know what I mean? Like he's not. He's not like. So I wrote that down. I was like, "Yo, say that today." Like that's gonna that's gonna be funny. Sort of guy. But it, I was like, "Yeah, like none of it. it it's." It sucks, man, because now I'm obviously I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for Denver just because of what they've done. They got slow ass Jokic, and as they a, as a talent, center man. that can ball the. They got some. Talent. Jamal Murray's a baller. Yeah, I think it goes seven. You know what I mean? Because I think the same thing's gonna happen. I think the Lakers are gonna do what the first two teams did. They're gonna think, oh, we got this. They had they had to fight to win seven. They've won. They've played so many more games. Right. I'm like, nah, man, you can't discount this team, bro. This isn't this isn't the team you do that to. So yeah. just just be cautious. It's a lot of young talent there. It's man. crazy. You can't discount him. Yeah. But Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's a beast, son. He is a beast. beast. What are you gonna say? No, man. The, the Heat, like, I understand that Giannis was injured, but that didn't happen to what? Game three or four? I mean, the Heat were mm-hmm. dominating yeah. that series with, yes. with Giannis there. This is supposed to be the best player in the league, two time MVP. Yeah. They're not getting enough credit for what they're doing. They're not. No. They're getting completely they're getting completely like, oh, they're just a hardworking team. Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck you think it takes to win a championship? Yeah, you think you just get that shit gifted? Dude, they got like young LeBron. talent too. Like we, t- I just said that yeah. Denver's got some young talent, but you're talking about Duncan, uh, Dude. Robinson, Dro- Bam, yeah. yeah, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn. God, oh, like look, look, man. Like, Are these guys all on rookie contracts? I, yes, all three, all four of them. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. and Jimmy Butler, the wit. And Jimmy Butler. That's not even a max player. So they still have the 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 cap room, the cap space to go after a Giannis. Let's go, Giannis. Because now you got the you already you already have a leader. You already have a leader in Butler. You're good. He could retire a Heat. You know what I mean? Going to going to the Rafters, hang up his jersey. I'm good. Put the put the two two up. But yeah. how, dude, it's so crazy. Giannis can be the number one on the court, but the number two in the locker room because you know Jimmy Butler is exactly. going to be his team. Same situation with Wayne yeah. and LeBron. One hundred percent. Like I was, I was. I was thinking about this earlier. Like we all know, like we grew up watching the Heat mm-hmm. and all the reports. We used to watch like the fucking ABC report when they do the shit on Sunday or whatever. Yeah, the Heat are world renowned for their uh, how hard their practices are. Yeah, right. Like they go hard for practices. They they say they, a lot of players get burned out. Yada yada yada. And I'm watching these games, and I was thinking about that today. I was like, they're basically playing on, like on a practice court, right? With like TVs all around them. So they're basically playing practice. You know what I mean? They're giving it because every like it's not like it's not like they're. I think they've had one blowout game, but mm-hmm. for the most part, for the most part, they've 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 out hustled every you know in every game. They're fight, they're scratching, clawing in every game. Like, nah, man, this is this is how we practice. So we are gonna give it to you. Like, in no game are they afraid. No, in no game are they afraid. What's crazy is that you know what when like, LeBron and Wade and Bosch were there. At least the first couple of years, that was also what they were known for. Like, yeah, you have all that talent, but they were a mm-hmm. they were a, a hard nosed defensive team. Like that's what they were known for. They yep. were hustling, running to the ball, giving up their bodies. So even with all that talent, 
it's like that's how you win games. You can't just be talented and then yeah. not give effort. Can't. So imagine yeah. you have I mean, these if, hungry if, young players. Jesus, can you imagine yeah, if these if guys pulled off the championship? Son, I, the fact that they won yesterday, like, try, I'm trying to be very measured about yeah about this because I love this team, right? I, like this, this reminds me of the '90s Heat that we used to watch. Bro, I mean that yeah. hard fought, hard, not like would always run into the Knicks though when yeah. the Knicks were actually semi good. This away, that away, series. hard away. Yeah, God, yeah, exactly. Like you had, they'd run into like Allen Houston and all this shit. Oh, the so Allen Houston it, it bucket. Was, oh God, that shit. I still have nightmares about that. Fucking yeah, Allen I know. Houston. With I his know, hundred and thirty million dollar worthless deal. He didn't pan out. I know that he got. <laughs> I know fucking knee. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So this is who the you know what I mean. This takes me back to like the 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 pre the pre heatles right. Remember the heatles that were like oh they're just they're just touring and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like that Ronnie Cycli, Glenn Rice. Rice. You know what I mean, Harold. Yeah. You know what I mean, Harold Miner. Baby Jordan. Like, this is a baby. This is that hard nosed like was it Vashawn Leonard? You know what I mean, Jamal Mashburn. Like, this is, this is, Jamal Mashburn. PJ Brown. Shout out to Jamal. Morning. Shout out to Jamal Mashburn owning owning like 250 Outback Steakhouses. Like he's super, he's done really well for himself after the NBA. Hopefully this this COVID didn't get him. That's how he's making real money. Yeah, that's now he's making real money. But yeah, man. Like, dude, I'm 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 I think they play again tomorrow or Friday. I'm not sure. I have to look at the schedule. But I'm I'm hyped about it. And that bro, but that block was that's the greatest block in heat history. You know what I mean? So to, easily to me. Yeah. So have the arguments of how you want it. But it just it bothered me that like nobody talked about it. Everybody was just talking about the Clippers. I get it, but like if Kawhi doesn't bring any enthusiasm, why waste the time? That's like, it, the I'm, irony I'm, is not lost on me, by the way, that everyone is talking about this guy who does no fucking talking whatsoever. None. None. Jesus. Dude, like they were like breaking down his like commercial from like when he said he was going to the Clippers because like he had a crown on his rearview mirror and like all the shit. I was like, that was like a year and a half ago, bro. Like that's so long ago now. Like it was not, it might've been like over a year ago now. Cause like last July or whatever. Right. But I was like, who, ca- like who cares? Like the guy doesn't bring, you know what I mean? He doesn't talk. He's not. And it's not about like being in the media and all that shit. It's just like on the court. You know what I mean? He doesn't bring It's, he had C was six of twenty two, literally twelve points. That means the guy didn't make a three, and he didn't hit any. Didn't even attempt a free throw. So that means you weren't aggressive. So you didn't Jesus. care about the game. Didn't even attempt a free throw. It wasn't even like he missed free throws. Didn't even attempt one. So I'm not gonna. Why are they giving this guy so much energy? It's because the media. It's funny. It's like the media is weird in that way. Like where they hyped them up, right? The paper soldiers is like what they crowned. The paper chance is what they crowned them. Mm-hmm. They didn't crown themselves. But then you, you know what I'm saying? Then you see like the shit that like the back and forth they had with like Dame Lillard. We're like, oh man, you're going home anyway. And then Dame Lillard had a good shot where he goes, hey man, y'all want me to hold the plane to Cancun? Cause y'all coming, y'all, <laughs> y- y'all going, y'all not making it to the finals either. I was like, yeah, oh, shout out to Dame Dollar. But yeah, man, I'm hyped about this Heat team, bro. I'm hyped. I am hyped. And I'm going to tell you right now, at some point, Marcus Smart and Jimmy Butler are going to have a little wrestling match there. Oh yeah, they are. Uh oh. Oh yeah, on the court, it's it's for sure gonna happen because it's just the type of players they are. Yeah, it, it's or gonna just, bring it back to like the old Heat Nick days back in the like late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, or just or just like early, late two thousands Heat Boston, when when we had we had the the Heatles and they had uh, the old three. So it's crazy. I don't know, man. I'm hyped about it though. But yeah, man, got a uh, got new shirts coming. I'm still creating some shit. I got a. Uh, I got some ideas for some Miami shirts, and I still got to work on the La Chancleta, but that one is that's a, incredibly that's some difficult. Other to f- to yeah, find. yeah, I, I, that's I some imagine. mother to find, bro. Are we? Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. Are, are we? We got any shirts for our our are friends you, from the other side friend. of the wall? Uh, that's funny. That's, <laughs> one, that's how you're gonna bring it up. What was it? What was it that Jordan said? Uh, Republicans buy shoes. Buy, buy shoes too. Buy shoes too. <laughs> You know what's weird about that statement, though? Like, here, here's what's weird about it. If we talked about it, like, so you censor yourself because they also buy shoes. You know what I mean? Like, so, but you didn't, but you didn't stop yourself on the other side. Like, it was weird. Like, where you're censoring yourself because they also buy shoes, but you don't censor. It was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that dynamic is just strange. Like, you're saying you're talking on both sides of your mouth. So you're 
catering to them while also not. Yeah, I mean, but guess what? So the Democrats buy shoes too. You know what I mean? So like, it, so like, you know, if you speak out against injustice, Republicans aren't gonna buy shoes. This is weird, right? Because it's it's not like, it's not like assault. It's like injustice. That means not legal, right? Like, these motherfuckers are doing something wrong. When you speak out on it, Republicans are the ones that get upset. Like nobody, nobody ever asked those questions. How weird that is. Oh man, like, Michael Jordan. It's always, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a little strange. But look, he's said he's hedging his bets, right? Because if he, it. If if uh, he were to speak out against conservatism, uh, conservatism, and he lost that entire yeah, market, the, he the still place. has the other side to buy his shoes. If he were to yeah. not speak out, and people, just, you know, liberals and, and people, Democrats, would decide to say, you know what, why aren't you speaking out? Why, you know, you have this platform. Why don't you speak out? They decide not to buy his shoes, and he still has the conservatives who say, hey, I like him. He's keeping politics out. Of, he's keeping politics out of sport. That's what I like. So he he was let's, kind of hedging his bets by ask, not saying anything. Let's ask. Let's ask a very honest question. When was the last time you saw a, like an older conservative wearing some J's? You see, you ever seen somebody wearing like the Jordan ones? You ever seen an old white dude from like Ohio or Nebraska or Kentucky wearing some Jordan ones? But they buy for their kids though. Or wearing the sp- or buying the Space Jams? Do they though? Do they, they though? But they buy for or the do kids. they buy them Crocs and buy them buy them Crocs You're right, and loafers? They, they they buy them like, Sperry's and Crocs. You're right, fucking yeah, Sperry's. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be, yeah, Sperry's, bro. Let's let's be let's be a hundred here. Let's, That's the truth. Like, look, obviously we're joking. I see I'll, a lot of those. They buy hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. The hundred with the tucked in shirt like, above the knee let's, with let's, uh let's, with uh. But then what's that shirt with the with the little wait, with the like, gator on it? <laughs> Lacoste. Uh, Lacoste. Lacoste. Yeah, Lacoste. There, listen, let's you know what I mean? Like there's not a bunch of them. There's there's that's not a huge market. Again, you don't want to kill any market, and I get it, which is what we do on this podcast all the time, is completely <laughs> shit on that like joke against that side because they're so sensitive. Yeah. The the anti the anti pro cancel culture. Uh you know what I mean? So it's like there I don't see a lot of like older conservatives, the same ones that like burn Nikes. The, just the, making a line for the Jordan ones. Does that mean we're not making any like shirts that say they have like you know immigrant would mentality like, with a U.S. flag and a blue line through it? It would yeah, right. Like first of all, isn't that like against the flag code? Right. Like anybody that would think of that? Like that's the, yeah. Right. Like if you that's like that's against the flag code. Yeah. Like you just so you just change the American flag to what you wanted. Yeah. That's that's against the flag code. That's. That's guess what? That's disrespecting Especially the flag. If you're using it for Sorry, like commercial bro. purposes, absolutely is exactly. Yep. You know what I mean? Sorry, bro, but that's what it is. I'll ne- I'll never put the American flag on any of my shirts because I will never disrespect it and make make money off of that ever. Yeah, because people have died for that shit, and I'm never gonna repurpose it and monetize it for some political gain ever. I'll never create that shit. You could put you could fucking put a stamp on it on that ever. Not one thing that we ever make. It will never be anything catered to fucking abusing troop shit like the like that uh guy who built the did the GoFundMe for the wall that that abused his uh his uh veteranism or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck for his advantage. I'll never do that. Never any of that shit ever, ever. If I ever make a, or anything a shirt like that, I will give all those proceeds to Veterans Affairs and in, in a way to help people. I will never pocket any of that money. Then we never will. That's not. That is propaganda. That is selling your soul. That is the darkest kind of humanity. That's grifting. We'll never do that shit. Yeah, it's a lot of those. Ever. A lot of those. Yo, shout out to the fact that more people support a Kenosha shooter than somebody they know, though. I just wanted to. I How just much did to they say raise? That. Like, I think last I heard, it was over a million dollars. Do. Real quick, does anybody ever ask themselves the question like, who opened it? But it wasn't that like, dude who, or his family or some random no. person that no. let's support yeah. this dude's legal defense fund. Yeah, yeah. How dumb are they? Yeah, you're not getting like, that money. Ever, back. That, dude is, that dude isn't. That dude is in what I, I gotta find whatever island is uh doesn't have any extradition yeah, treaty he, with the U.S. because that's where they're at right now, enjoying their million dollars. He is. Nobody ever checks the verification. Oh, they started to go fund me. So what? <laughs> I can start to go fund me right now and just make up some dumb shit. Like that's yeah. that's that, not they're, verified. They're in like, right now, me? enjoying early retirement. Son, you remember? Like, here's how stupid people are with trusting this GoFundMe shit. Remember, like, 
two or three years ago, like that couple took a picture of that homeless guy and they go, oh, this guy was a veteran and he needed like a heart transplant or some shit, some shit. And they're like, it was all fake because they pocketed like the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they got. I was like, where you continue to trust GoFundMe, anybody can make a GoFundMe. Just be weary, bro. But you fucking three pillars conservatives are so easy to sucker, bro. Hey, look, here's here's what I will tell you. And I, I didn't do this. I could have made so much money making Make America Great Again hats. So much money because I understand the marketing and aspect masks. of it. And I've masks. Thought about, I thought about making. I thought about making the mask. Yeah, I thought about it, but I was like, I'm, I'm too. Well, good I'm not even not even it. linking the podcast to it. Just I could have just made it on my own. Put up a little one yeah. page website and ran ads to it, and yeah. then marketed that shit on Facebook groups. I could have just created a separate mm-hmm. profile and, and joined all these Republican and conservative and and Trump uh, fanatic Facebook groups. Dude, I would have made a yeah. killing, and I just. And, and and if you're hearing this, you might think I'm joking, but if you understand how how internet marketing works and how to use the tools that Facebook and YouTube and mm-hmm. and and uh, Twitter and Instagram have for marketing and the data and how to target people, then you know it's no joke and it's easy to do. And I just I couldn't do that, yep. but just the thought of the thought of it to me, I was like, man, I could have been bringing in ten, fifteen, twenty grand a month. Maybe it cost me two, three, four, five thousand dollars in ads, but yeah. For sure, it could be bringing You're in money, money over and over. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I thought about it. I thought I think we talked shit about it. I was like, you know, I mean, like we talked about it even months ago before we even thought about making shirts. We're like, look, you know how you know how dumb he is to not have made make America great again masks at the beginning of this shit, right? When he was talking about, he wasn't saying that he wasn't downplaying, but he was upplaying his campaign, the pandemic. Which, oh my god. The, the it would have been a runaway election wouldn't even been a discussion joe biden would have just literally pulled like not even ran really he would have just gone home and just stayed in his basement wherever the fuck he is like it wouldn't have even been a competition it, the 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 moment they missed we're not doing that shit it was a moment that me and you talked about we're like yo we should totally do it but we're like we're not those people i know like we're not grifters and it was so difficult to be like nah, we're not doing that but again, bro, just double check the GoFundMe's, man. Like you guys have gotten grifted literally two times now that it's been proven out. Who knows how many other grifts there are on the, on that shit? Be careful with that, man. Look, conservative or not, I don't want you to lose your money because of your political belief. And you know what I mean? Like that's not it's not yeah. a charity, bro. No, no, and I just made we just made fun of it right now, but that's the fact that people that have these on either side of, of, of the aisle, but people that are to have these firm beliefs are also the you know and and faith in whatever it is that they have faith in whether it's these people whether it's the, the they're sending up for the Kenosha shooter like they're mm-hmm. so gullible as well yes and they're yes. so easily taken advantage of and unfortunately living in a world where you have just like you have telemarketing centers you have offices full of uh you know criminals that have I mean, essentially telemarketing yes. centers trying to get your social security number Trying to get all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. I know because I was on the phone with one for 25 minutes wasting his time trying to... <laughs> I was telling him all sorts of shit. He goes, hey, your social security number, we're going to issue you a new one. And I was like, wait, what? And I gave him fake social security number. He was asking about my bank accounts. Uh, my wife yeah. filmed me and I went live on her Facebook. So she was filming me while I was on, while we were on vacation while I was talking to this... Literally, I was watching my bike after I came this back vacation? from my ride. Huh? Okay. Yeah. This vacation. I, yeah, yeah. This vacation. After I came back no. with a ride from, uh, came back from a ride with Marlon, and uh, I was washing the bike, and they called and she was filming me while I was kind of cleaning and, and drying out the bike. Twenty five minutes. These dudes were like trying to ask for how much money I had, and I know these scams, but some people think that they're yeah. that they're real. They're like, oh shit, someone stole my social There's, security number. Let me give you my real social security point, number so you can give me a new card. Yeah. Or you'll get like people. People look at that text. I go, your bank's been, your your bank account's been hacked. And they click on that Please link. Please respond to this link. Mm. Click on that link. There's, there's, I guarantee you there's people who fell for the, oh, I'm an African prince. You need to send me $10,000. You know what I mean? I'll send you back 500 Yeah. You know what I mean? There's people who fell for that. But they, that, should, now look, they fall you, for GoFundMe. You keep shooting. You keep shooting your, yeah, you keep shooting your shots. And yeah. they just adapt. Just listen, man. Like, to my friends, my family, my people who watch this podcast that don't even know me. Just do your research, man. Like, just do click a couple things, 
check the verify that this shit is real because most of us don't have that much money to be giving it away to yeah. begin with so just be careful who you're giving your money to yeah all right like with us you see us you see who you see who you're dealing with you hear us so you know the shirts we're bringing you are legit it's not we're a putting scam our names and our faces on this stuff literally putting yeah, our exactly. faces on this stuff literally like my 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 our football shirt has our faces on it yeah. you're way more darker than me and i'm so yellow i'm just, i'm just trying to we're trying to cover all markets is what how i'll say that <laughs> all markets matter with that one uh, <laughs> uh all right my brother that was a good one man yeah man I, 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 I got nothing else i think we covered it all i think we covered it all we, we let me see we shit it on Kawhi. And then we talked a little bit of a good a good amount about creativity and how important it is. Yeah, man. Listen, we root for you, even if you don't. We don't know you, and you don't know us. We root for you, and just don't be afraid to be creative, man. And be realistic is not anything we'll ever say on this podcast, man. Chase your dreams. Yeah, if you got someone in your life that's creative, support them. Support them every 100%. chance you get. Don't put them down. Don't tell them that be realistic bullshit. God damn, that's so crazy. I never thought of that shit as how condescending that was. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. All right, brother. We good. We out. I'm out. Catch you next time. Peace. There we go. That's it. That was a better peace sign. That that other shit you do was, yeah. was just fucking. We're terrible. still recording, asshole. I, I know. I wanted I'm glad you are, because it is a terrible peace. <laughs> I'm not gonna that, do some crazy salute, peace. whatever you do. And I don't do that. All right. Peace. It's peace. We're out. Peace.